Drunk Dish contains adult language that may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Drunk Dish, <laughs> where three delicious dishes explore food history and get pickled in the process. This is episode number 33, part de, uh, yep. where we will continue yeah. to discuss how the U.S. fucked the shit out of Hawaii. Yes. yes. I'm Melissa. I'm Amy. And I'm Kate. And now that we've introduced ourselves, every episode, including this one, even though we're releasing three episodes like right in a row, which is wild. Also, happy Labor Day. Uh, <gasps> Labor Day. Every Yay. episode, Kate asks us one food related question. So, Kate, what's our question? So uh, just a quick one. Um, it's a very easy yes or no question. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. a decisive question. Uh-huh. Pineapple? And on pizza, yes or no? No, absolutely no. not. No. I'm a no. hard pass also. Okay. So I put a poll out. Yeah, I, I knew saw. this was going to be the question. We only got 11 votes, which makes me sad. But 55% said yay yeah, and 45% said nay. So let's do that math. That's like us and one other person said no. Well, Amy didn't vote. Her, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we would have. We probably would have been tied. This was my first. Tied. This was my first week back on campus. Well, I wasn't on campus, but back virtually. Oh teaching. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, have, no I don't know what day it. it is. I don't. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's Tuesday. No one. <laughs> Just <so> yeah. You know. <laughs> Did you say it's Tuesday? Fuck. I would. We, have to, we have to Sorry. vote today. <laughs> yes. Andy. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, no. We got to get out there. It's the yeah. primary, yeah. baby. Right. Um, it doesn't really matter in New Hampshire because everyone is running uncontested for primaries, except for well, like a couple Republicans. Not for governor. It's, yeah, it still matters. Oh yeah, yeah. There's two Democrats running for uh, vying for the governorship. Yeah. So and I don't know if other states different. have primaries on the same day. Probably not. I know Massachusetts was like last week, last, last Monday. Yeah. Tuesday, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, New Hampshire planned this out horribly because it's the Tuesday after Labor Day. Yeah. So like you're you have a short work week, which means that most employers are trying to milk yeah. everything out of you in those four days. Well, not only that, but the weird thing too is that New Hampshire has the first presidential primary in the country. First right? in the nation. Well, right, but so all like unless even... you count the back in the in the primaries in the Iowa caucus. Yes, it's right. a caucus, it's different. Oh yeah. no, I know. I have heard <laughs> All the debates, people still get mad that they do the caucus before we have our primary because mm -hmm. people are wild. Yeah, wild. Caucusing but the, is weird, but yeah. Yeah, so no, weird. that's stupid. So... We can't, we don't have time. We'll start another uh, podcast that's a political podcast to go over that. That's a good, that's a good plan. That's a good I would plan. love that. <laughs> I don't have time for that. No, we haven't even recorded another episode of our other podcast, but that is 100% on me, not on Amy. Amy's been like, when are we going to record? And I'm like, I haven't done any of the research. Because <laughs> um, that's what happens well, when I have to do the bulk. Cool. Yes, I am also in school, but yeah. I am not as busy as Amy. I do not have 
I don't have the same excuses. But anyways, back to pineapple on pizza. Disgusting. But here's that. I don't really like cooked pineapple though either. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a fan. I don't even put pineapple on like my Christmas or Thanksgiving ham. And I know like that's like I don't do that. I do brown sugar. I just cover the whole fucking thing. I think ham is gross. So I'm really out on Hawaiian pizza. Mm. At least I don't like ham either. Yeah. That makes sense. That's gross. I like bacon. I don't like ham. I don't know why. I'd be screwed in other countries because in other countries, their bacon is like essentially ham. Right. Like it's not like bacon and like we have the smoked, Mm. yeah, like thin bacon where like nitrate filled. Whenever we mm, nitrates, whenever we watch <laughs> like any of the other like countries bake offs and stuff, and they're like bacon, and I'm like, that's that's not fucking that's a slab yeah, of ham. That's, that's ham. not yeah. bacon. Like yeah. I'd be so sad. Um, but so Hawaiian pizza really isn't my thing. I also feel like it, and I haven't tried a Hawaiian pizza in a really long time, so I could be wrong, but I also feel like the pineapple would make it like overly wet. Pineapple has a lot of juice in it, and when you cook it. Like the only cooked application I'm down with is like pineapple upside down cake yeah, because you get like alert. it gets caramelized, yeah. caramelized, caramelized. I don't I think know. It's, I think it's caramelized. Because caramel is an action. Isn't a thing. Right. But I think it's that's caramel. The right. But, yeah. Um, so like, I feel like it would make it because make it wet. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. know. Juice just... would come out. I've had really good pi- uh, not pineapple pizza. I've really good Hawaiian pizza that didn't have chunks or slices of pineapple on it. It had a pineapple glaze on the crust. Um and it and that caramelized a little bit. So like it makes not like, having that. I know. I, and that, I and, feel like no. and it had bacon. So it wasn't like ham. It was bacon with a pineapple glaze and it, I had never had a Hawaiian pizza like that so, before. Okay, so yeah, I'm shaking my head no, but I do love like a balsamic mm. glaze on a pizza. So maybe a can I tell you guys I about mean. a terrible pizza experience? Of, yeah. And yeah. I didn't even really eat it. So Greg and I decided to order food last night. He was gonna make food and he was just like, ah, let's order. I don't feel like it. So I said, okay. So we ordered from like a pizza place. They have this um it's a local place. They have this uh pasta primavera in like garlic Alfredo sauce that I'm like obsessed with right now. So mm-hmm. I wanted to get that, but he was feeling pizza. So he got like a personal size pizza and I'm online and I'm ordering it. And they go, Ooh, they have garlic crust. Do you want garlic crust? And he's like, yes, I want garlic crust. And we're thinking it's like, like if you go to the store and you get like Portland pie Co. dough, you can get garlic, mm-hmm. garlic and it's got like, it's garlic is in the dough. Right. Mm-hmm. right, um, right, right. That was not what this was. So we oh, no. got it. And it was literally just the crust and they just put garlic powder on it and then cooked it. So yeah. it was like burnt, oh, bitter. Not gar- like I saw Pizza he does that. <laughs> it's disgusting. I saw yeah, he wasn't gross. eating his crusts and I was like, oh no, are they not good? He's like, oh, it's not great. Um, So I grabbed one of his crusts and he's like, you're not going to want to eat that. And I'm like, and you're like, it's crust. I'm good. I'll eat yeah, it. I'm like, yeah. you. it's the same thing. Whenever I was a kid, when my mom would tell me I didn't want to eat something and then I'd eat it. And then I learned my lesson. Like how to prove it wrong. Yeah, yeah, like the t- entire spoonful of hot mustard at the Chinese mm. food restaurant. Yeah, she said you don't want to eat that, and I said yes, I do, and she went, "Okay, it's so pretty, <laughs> it's so pretty, you just want to eat it." Um, but so yeah, mm. I tried it, and it's just burnt, 
garlic powder. It was awful. It was so bitter. And I don't understand how a, a, a restaurant could do that and think like do are there people that think that and i like bitter i like stuff that's slightly burnt but or burnt ha- has a little bit a of good a little bit of bitterness to it well i think specifically burnt garlic powder, powder that yeah. stuff burns immediately yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah it was literally just like pure bitterness on this crust which completely I can ruined feel it that on the middle of my the middle back of yeah. my tongue like as it you're should talking. be illegal like i should call the police on them i would never <laughs> but so, even if yeah. it were even if it were illegal <laughs> i'm no snitch <laughs> i gotta make sure oh, I in, but he's listening i'm no snitch don't worry i thought um, you were gonna share the the horrible pizza experience we had together recently melissa which was oh essentially God. like tasted so like someone took lunchables and then microwaved it <laughs> oh my god you're right you know the pizza we had later on yeah or was that the night before? Time has no meaning. It was the same. Remember. It was the same day we had pizza. For, oh, I don't because, know how I did this, but I convinced you to have pizza for lunch. No, it and was pizza because for dinner. It was because the pizza for lunch was so bad. Yeah. That I was like, let's get good pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the day that we had to stay in the hotel, we ended up driving around just up north. We just kind of we went to Tamworth Distilling. Which is my mm-hmm. happy place, and yeah, bought a I bunch of stuff. Oh my god! I didn't yeah, take, maybe. I didn't take any pictures of inside the store. Amy posted hers, and I was like, "What a fucking idiot!" Like, <laughs> I, I was just so like, it like was just shiny a shiny object, like and I yeah. Like yeah. This. yeah, yeah. So I didn't take pictures of the actual place. But anyway, so we like just drove around. We drove down some really terrifying dirt roads uh, mm-hmm. in the middle of a rainstorm with a bunch of fog and stuff, where it said like talked about bears and. Not letting dogs what a bear around dog was. Yeah. What a bear dog, because it said no, no bear dogs or something. Do you know what yep. that is, Kate? I feel like that would be something you know. We no. assume it's just hunting. We looked up That's bear probably, dogs, probably, and bear yeah. dogs are a specific breed of dog. Right. But I think specifically they just meant like hunting dogs because there's big animals and they'll get hurt or whatever. Yeah. We were in a state forest. Right. Um, oh, it was probably, yeah, it was probably yeah. a there's no hunting here, so don't bring your hunting dogs right so we drove around a bunch and we ended up stopping at some like country club restaurant or golf course restaurant and they were it was lunch so they were only serving the bar menu Mm -hmm. so we're looking and we're like okay well flatbread pizza you can't fuck that up no that sounds delicious yeah and then we get it (laughs) and And it's it's like yeah, go ahead, like, Amy. You like can... a Lunchables pizza, like the flat, like cardboard esque, like bread salt, item. Saltines. Like yeah, like like a like a moist saltine, or like the kind of bread that I would assume I'm not Jewish, but the kind of bread that I would assume like the bread for, you eat at Passover is based off of, like made mm-hmm. with limited ingredients in ancient Egypt. Okay. Like. Like that kind of flatbread, quote unquote, but flavorless, colorless. Yep. yep. And then like the sauce that was on it was like SpaghettiO sauce. Yeah. Oh, and God. then the cheese that was on it was like the cheese that comes in the Lunchable pizzas where it's it like, melt. it's, I it mean, it doesn't exactly. melt. And it's like that, like the cheap, like you can tell it's like really low quality and like half of it's yellow. Like there's like two packets. There's like the yellow fake mozzarella and the white fake mozzarella and you because it's fake cheddar and fake mozzarella probably well yeah i don't know what it's supposed to be it tastes like nothing but that was the pizza it was i mean and we ate it 
because we you were know, hungry. We were really hungry. <laughs> and we fucking, oh, nice. I mean, like, I don't know whether it was good or bad that we shared one because I think we were both still hungry after we finished it. But also, I don't think we would have each eaten yeah, a whole no. one because it was terrible. It was bad. It was so it bad. But then we went back to the hotel later and we got pizza from this like smokehouse place and it was bomb. Yeah, it was really good. Sometimes you need to do that. You know, sometimes you have to have something really terrible. You just need smokehouse pizza. (laughs) No, I was going to say something really terrible to appreciate something really wonderful. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we should move on. Uh, to the episode down, no, what yeah. are drinking? <laughs> down with pineapple pizza it's trash yes the hard pass hard you can fight us pass. please any engagement yeah. is appreciated yeah, no, it's great yeah honestly you just want to know we're not alone <laughs> <laughs> just screaming into the void yes yes mm-hmm. okay so last week we had a blue hawaii cocktail right Mm-hmm. And I said not to be confused with the blue Hawaiian or the swimming pool cocktail. Mm-hmm. So tonight I give you a blue Hawaiian or Ooh. swimming pool cocktail. Nice. Oh, what a twist. Uh, seeing that guy on the cup now makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> I don't it's know if that was Cody. in the pic- picture you sent. It is. And I just didn't notice No, it. it's one, did he's notice 100% it? there. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture now. I'm loading it up on my phone because I don't I don't believe you, but I do. I mean it's gotta be yeah, he's there. Oh my god, how did I miss him? Okay, <laughs> hang on. He's so cute. Um surprised he still has his head because he's Albie's f- favorite new toy. Um, so it's essentially a pina colada with um blue curacao in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really that's what it is. Although I would argue it's a little bit um fresher it's got more bite than a pina colada Mm. um i find pina coladas really sweet and like really coconutty um so a blue hawaiian is one and a half ounces of light rum um you specifically want to use light rum so that you get that really pretty like aqua color Mm -hmm. um and then three quarters of an ounce of blue curacao oh my god i have these ingredients out of order i'm sorry like bar people they're going to be like, what are you doing? And then Shame two, on you. <laughs> two ounces of pineapple juice and then three quarter ounce of creme de coconut um, or, or cream of coconut or coconut cream. I don't really know what the differences are. I know that the most popular thing is um, Lopez, which is a cream of coconut. And it's like a really thick, like sweetened coconut cream. Okay. I mean, it kind of looks like jizz. It Thank doesn't kind of, it doesn't kind of, it looks exactly like it. Okay. <laughs> so like sweetened condensed milk. But not as white or thick as sweetened condensed milk. Okay. Um, And then half an ounce Gross. of fresh lemon juice. <laughs> Kate's face. <laughs> um, So uh, there's great. a bunch of different ways you can make it. You can just shake it with ice and then strain it and pour it over ice. You can um, pour it over crushed ice, which is the traditional kind of tea tiki cocktail way to do it but then you can also make a frozen one um and you can just throw it all in the blender with ice and do it that way i did just regular shake and dump over ice um like i said it's basically a pina colada with blue curacao added um you can add more pineapple juice to make it a more like green color if you want to um but i think it would be way too pineapple way too watered down if you did that um, mm-hmm. And then you can also add champagne or Prosecco um, to make a sparkling blue Hawaiian. Um, 
so no one like really knows this isn't a drink with a bunch of history um uh, they think that it was probably created by Don the Beachcomber in L.A., which um, was super popular tiki bar and bartender. Um, and it's just a riff on a pina colada and a blue Hawaii. Cool. Like if they had a baby. Yeah. Like I said, I don't I don't really. It's not very pina colada. -y. Maybe. I, I mean. Like, I mean, you get the coconut, but. It would be really good with like coconut rum. Mm. Would oh, kind of yeah. amp up the coconut yeah, yeah, flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, but um, I like this better than a pina colada. I think because it's a little sharper. It's nice. got that lemon juice in it. Um, it's good. What are you guys drinking? I'm drinking um, gin and juice. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's and fun. I had I had so you guys got my frantic text message before we started recording mm -hmm, that I had left my mm -hmm. microphone somewhere else. And I had already had a few drinks. <laughs> oh, no. So, so Jake, my darling, darling husband, um, drove for me to go get my microphone so that I didn't have to stop drinking. The hero so, we need. He's, he's the hero of the hour. Yay. So, yeah. Gin now. Other stuff earlier. I don't remember. Yeah. I also <laughs> had a uh, upside down martini. Ooh, earlier because I um, went back and did all of the blog posts mm, that we I, haven't yep. done yep. for the last Melissa, like, also the hero we need <laughs> six episodes. Um, oh. So I had to take pictures of some drinks. So I made I made an upside down. Um, what is it? An upside down martini <laughs> and took a picture <laughs> and then I just dumped it into my like uh, my travel cup and added seltzer. Nice. So I've you been drinking that, that too. To waste. I mean, that's no, oh. yeah, no. no, it's so good. Kate, are are you are you drinking something tonight? I I have a um, Ooh. it is um, white. It's a Bacardi and um, some sort of mm, either blood orange or pink grapefruit seltzer thing and some lime juice. That sounds nice. delicious. delicious. I love yeah, it. Sounds great. We should do we should do an episode on Bacardi because they're terrible. Oh, back and we shouldn't purchase their rum. I I have a bottle of Bacardi. Like I'm not not judging anybody. It's the standard white right. rum. It's like middle of the road. It doesn't really bring any extra flavor or nuance to the party. It just right. brings booze. Um, well, it's like, not particularly yeah. funky, and it's and it's well priced, but Bacardi. I, think, I bet bad times. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should definitely do. We should definitely. And I, I mean, I know I, we've talked about it, but I think that for me, um, Bacardi is like the you know most. I don't know whether most, but a lot of drinks call for just vodka, like straight, like whatever, basic vodka. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't drink vodka. It's not. I don't. It's not. And so, um, <laughs> someone so, have an experience. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. There's a. It's a thing. It's um, like me and Jaeger. What? It's me oh. and Jaeger. Oh, also, I, Jaeger's gross, but no, Jaeger's so good. But anyway, um, yeah. So I don't do the. I don't do the vodka thing. So white rum just kind of is the placeholder. Um, yeah. And again, Bacardi is very like like vodka, very middle of the road, doesn't bring right. a lot to the party. Right. Um, yeah. But we do understand that 
they are imperialist scumbags that ruined yeah, a I lot mean, of countries. I'm here for Most whatever whatever um, replacement choice there is because I don't drink enough of anything for it to make a difference whether it's like really good high end you know or maybe i would if maybe i would drink more if i (laughs) (laughs) plantation makes really good rum plantation but it is it is pricey um and the rum i used in this was just flag hill which is a new hampshire local local distiller we like them yeah it's good yeah it's a good like also it doesn't bring a lot of funk or anything like that but yeah Great drinks Very from cool. you ladies. My cat will not stop asking to be let in and out of the bedroom constantly. Oh, that's fun. He loves you. He wants Cody. I just threw it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's his boyfriend. Oh. Yeah, my dog he keeps trying to, to get in, in the room while I record. But Sparkle. she would be very distracting. Sparkle, who, loud. who was terrified of me. Yeah, so no. I'm pretty sure today I came up with a theory about Sparkle mm-hmm. that she, I, like, we need to go get her tested. But so we took her to the vet to get her nails trimmed because, like, I just, I have tried and tried and I can't. Dogs um, are tough because they've got those, like, little blood vessels in their nails. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like, it, so we brought her and they weighed her and, like, she's supposed to be losing weight. She's a, she's supposed to be a tiny chihuahua. She's supposed to be twinkie. five pounds. And last she time we how took many her, pounds? She, five pounds. Last time we took her, she was eight pounds. And then when we took Which her, is this, not, I mean, oh, okay. Um, this week she's ten pounds. She's double the weight she's supposed to be. And I'm like, I am so not that pet owner that like wants she's to so like cute, kill their pets with too many food and trees. Well, sure, but, right? Like, you know, you do the best you can. Yeah. So I've just like she's been following me around. I like let her outside without a leash and stuff. She's like my little shadow, but. I've noticed since I'm spending way more time with her now that like I'm making her move more that I think that she might be blind or like partially like not have great vision because if I move without of like a two foot radius of her she barks at me like I'm a stranger until I talk to her and she hears my voice yeah so and and so like I think there's some too so I think she might be diabetic and that might be making her vision wonky and other stuff too so I'm surprised your vet hadn't hasn't suggested yeah, they, checking her for my yeah they might now that she's literally double her recommended weight she's such a little nugget though she's so cute but she, we'll get yeah. her we'll get her healthy we just we all right going so i'm sorry we are Dog lengthening over <laughs> yes this episode <laughs> so amy uh i know so i don't know if you i don't think we need to do like a recap right just listen to the last episode we put out yeah yeah Boom. Boom. So i was there's I was your gonna recap. say like two quick th- or a few th- okay. quick things to refresh Take everybody it. and to f- refresh my mind. Take us minds. away. So we left off in January of 1893. There are white bros everywhere. Mm-hmm. These are the dudes who were descended from missionaries. They stayed to make money, fuck shit up. They wheedled their way in every part of the government. And then after nearly a century of slowly taking away power from the Hawaiian monarchy to protect quote unquote American business interests they succeeded and then there's Queen uh, Lili Okalani and she was the ruling agent she was the only queen of Hawaii she was the, ended up being the last region of Hawaii and she gets ousted by these do- dudes so she um, there's uh, because the way that the Hawaiian government was overthrown 
it creates this like great foundation for more American business interests to enter, but there's still like, it's not settled. So when we left off, there is this like war of the committees. I don't know if you guys remember this. So there's like the committee oh, for yeah. safety Love a good committee. Yeah. And the committee for safety was formed by a bunch of white boys who wanted to seize control. And then there's the committee of law and order and they assembled to defend the queen and they both are drafting declarations and writing shit. And just like the, the um, Sanford Dole, um, he wrote the declaration for the safety committee or the committee of safety. And then the committee of law and order assembles 500 forces to just like surround the palace and protect the queen but if you guys remember, too, last time we talked about Ford Island, which is a little island which later becomes Pearl Harbor, or it's the island in Pearl Harbor. Right, yep. Um, the Hawaiians had given it to the Americans, and the Americans had set up a naval base there. So when the American government heard that American business interests, interests were being threatened, they sent their naval ships, and they were, like, right fucking there. So it took, like, not even a day for them to just show up at the doorstep and be like, yo, chill your boots, and help oust (laughs) yeah help oust uh queen lily aquilani so by just like within two days sanford dole he appoints himself as temporary leader until a treaty of annexation can be put in place and voted on in the senate so there's like at this time there's three different ways that europeans can take control of a country and steal it um, and one of which, um, is conquest, right? So just like going in with the military, taking things by brute force. Yeah. Murdering then, everybody. Yeah. Murdering everybody. Then there's a uh, session, which is like a territory is given or maybe sold. So, like that's what happened with the Louisiana purchase is like, there were a bunch of indigenous people living there, but the French were like, it is ours. And it's then ours. Yeah. It. yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's annexation, which like sometimes uses brute force and military might, but more often relies on like what we saw in Hawaii, which is like all of these fucking committees and declarations and paperwork. And it gives us air of like legality to things. So like for the betterment the, of the, right. the land or the country or it's whatever. It's to stabilize sure. the area, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And essentially the like main difference between annexation and the other two is that like all of the powerful powerful european entities and countries just like agree that whatever the fuck is trying to get or being stolen like now belongs to whoever's stolen it so it adds like this sense of legitimacy so like america's is debating whether or not they should allow annexation of hawaii so it's like whether or not they should take control over it but they're debating it on the floor of the senate so oh it's legal suddenly that they're like stealing a whole fucking country um so it's bullshit. There's a, a photo in the drive. I don't know if you want to pull it up, but of the Hawaiian flag um, being taken down outside the palace um, and uh, so that they can put up a new American flag. Um, so the U.S. Senate has this chance to kind of legitimize the coup and the queen. She's trying to wait it out at this time. Like she's refusing to leave. So she writes. So this all starts in January 16th, January 19th. She writes a letter to then president benjamin harrison and the Ooh. thing about yeah right right what president who's that guy He's never done I, I think you made him up mm, maybe but he's only in in office for one term and she writes a letter on january 19th of the year in which he is another president's going to be inaugurated <laughs> 
So he gets the letter and I was like, mm, I'm out of office. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> and hands the letter over to the next president and also former president Grover Cleveland because Grover Cleveland had served before Harris and or Harrison and then he got reelected after. So he's, he gets inaugurated for his second non-consecutive term. Sidebar, is he like, do you know if, is he like the only president in history that had a non-consecutive second know. term? I don't know. That's a really good question. So the pool of presidents who only have one term is pretty thi- is pretty small. Yeah. Um, hopefully our current falls into that mm. category. <laughs> vote in November, even though no. the choices fucking suck, but please vote. Um, in a fascist and like a pile of dog shit. Choose the pile of dog shit, please. <sighs> or, um, but I know that that's a really small pool. And I even thought about presidents that like had time in between their two terms, which seems crazy. Like, oh, yeah. you know, maybe it wasn't great, but like he's matured now. He's come back. Yeah. You know, he's ready to win Drag Race All Stars. You know, he wasn't mature <laughs> enough before. But now he's ready. Okay, Wait, well, that's I'll a great. Look. We should have a season of Drag Race where it's uh, presidential themed. I mean, anything drag race right now, I'm for. So let's move on. Sidebar over. Amy yep. didn't know the information. Nope. I'm sorry. Um, so, like I said, Queen sends a letter. I Harris think Grover Cleveland was the only one. Okay. Thank you, Kate. Wow. That's so cool. Cleveland, my dude. He probably so, did awful in the queen, I don't know. The Queen actually knew Cleveland, too. She had spent some time with him. So the Queen had been, like, educated in um in like european customs as well as hawaiian customs and she had traveled the world as like an emissary for the country of hawaii so she had like vacationed with like the fucking queen of england and she had like hung out with grover cleveland and stuff so she knew all these people before she was um voted in as queen by the legislator in hawaii legislation in hawaii so she did her what (laughs) yeah i know did her so and remember, like the that was the tactic of the Hawaiians, right? Like of the indigenous Hawaiians was like, okay, we like we have to play their game. Like we have to figure out how to like how to to like speak on their legal terms, even though we have our own vibrant, amazing, rich culture. Like we have to understand how theirs works so that we can play nice and not have what happened to all of these other islands that had um, important food sources or spices on them happen to ours as well. So Cleveland knows Liliakalani and he's like, okay, I'm going to investigate. He sends um, a group, a team down to Hawaii to investigate. And um, they find that the American idiots are completely at fault. And he's like, okay, I'm going to reinstate. Right. It's, it's like really cool. I'm going to reinstate Liliakalani, but like, here's the deal you have to offer immunity to the dumb Americans because like, you know, I lost, this is before term limits. Right. So like I lost my last election. I just got in this election, like by the skin of my teeth, like, like I don't want to do something that's like really unpopular, even though I know you and you're chill and like we're friends, but I don't want to fuck up my political career over doing what's right. And yeah, we'd hate for that to happen. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, he's, he like doesn't want a bloodbath, right? Like, and, um, and her response is, well, the penalty for treason is death. And he's like, whoa, that's a little extreme. Bitch. Yes. 
like chill so like they go back and forth but by then like because Lily Akalani doesn't immediately just be like okay fine deal like it kind of it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and snowballs and then like Cleveland no longer has the authority to make the decision because the Senate then picks up the investigation even though Cleveland's tribunal or whatever found the Americans at fault the Senate then comes back and they start their own investigation and they're like actually it's not the white Americans who are at fault because like the Senate is not necessarily because of course it isn't right it's not made up to actually represent people it's made to represent business owners so they have the people too amy i know so they have the opposite findings fuck i'm so uncomfortable i'm sorry that's why i'm wiggling so much (laughs) i was wondering like what's going on over there (laughs) like a gopro on or something she's doing an (laughs) obstacle course parkour amy parkour i could do it all um so we have no doubt do we need to pause no. so that you can readjust? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this isn't Amy. <laughs> You're supposed to just start talking. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so long. <laughs> We've had a complete... Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh God. Uh-oh. She's gone. I'm fine. <laughs> Give me a minute. I'll be quiet and then you can cut this whole fucking thing out. Oh, you think I'm cutting this out, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, you look foxy with those glasses on. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, no, for serious. Like I could read you a book. I like books. <laughs> you're you're speaking my love language. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was getting a little bit of a headache, so I thought maybe I should wear the glasses that are meant to like not give me a headache when I look at a computer. I keep yeah, telling probably wise. I, I keep telling that husband of mine that maybe he needs glasses because you know at, at the very least he could get yellow tinted ones. These oh. have a, these have a yellow tint, but you can't tell. So mm-hmm, it blocks no. out light. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Since you guys are doing the stuff that you're doing now, you know, it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he gets headaches. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you never got headaches before. Hmm, maybe glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> So Amy, the queen, <laughs> the queen was like penalty for treason's death. Cleveland's like, whoa, that's extreme. <laughs> whoa. So then they go back and forth, and then the Senate ends up taking up the investigation, and they have the opposite findings, right? So they're like, no, actually, the Hawaiians are the ones at fault. And by this point, Dole has like written a new fucking constitution, and he's appointed himself the president of the Republic of Hawaii, which like wasn't a real thing, but he just made it up. So that's great. Uh, and he like forces. Have we actually talked about pineapples yet? No, I'm no. getting there. Okay. I, every time I hear dull, I just hear pineapples. Right. So, which, oh my he... God, the pineapple juice I used was dull. <gasps> oh, oh, no. I should have used the Bacardi I have. It would have been the perfect imperialist cocktail. Hmm. <laughs> we should make an imperialist cocktail. Just as all the ingredients that white Europeans pillaged from other co- countries. I mean, that's every cocktail, though. That's yeah. true. That is true. 
So uh, the queen officially abdicates the throne and she does so in order to save the lives of her supporters. Cause like, remember the palace is surrounded by 500 armed guards there to protect her. And then there's like the head of her um, military is there to support her too. It's like, there's a bunch of people on her side. Like she was widely popular among her people, but like the islands are fucking surrounded by all these Navy ships too. And she's like, fuck, like what? I don't want a bloodbath. I don't want war. Like the president was, gonna help me but i put my foot down and now the senate is like fucking things over so she abdicates the throne to save lives essentially so um and she's she even says that too she puts it as statement says for myself i would have chosen death rather than to have signed it but it was represented to me that by my signing this paper all the persons who had been arrested all my people now in trouble by reason of their love and loyalty towards me would be immediately released so she's doing it so that her supporters will be released from prison, that they won't be executed, that they won't be gunned down in the streets. So, um, and she actually make a movie about her. They should. So, like, there's so much other fucking interesting shit which we don't have time to get into. There's like 80 movies about Queen Elizabeth now, current and past, and then there's yeah. the Mary Queen of Scots movie. Yeah, totally make a movie about this bitch. She's badass. So the most fucking famous Hawaiian song ever that uh, white people know that is um, <laughs> Aloha. E. She wrote that like she was a like musical composer. Like she wrote a book like she wrote several books. She was a prolific writer. She like had this oh, fucking amazing cool. life. Like she's so very, very, very cool. So, OK, so she abdicates. She abdicates. And as all this shit is going on, uh. Dole's younger cousin, James Drummond Dole. All these fucking dudes have weird, dumb names. Drummond. Um, yeah. So he he was born back in 1877. So he's about 20 years old when this is happening, right? And he's becomes famous for establishing what we know today as the Dole Food Company. Back then it was known as the Hawaiian Pineapple Company. And he's able to do all that shit because of what his fucking older cousin's been doing in Hawaii. So he's born in Jamaica Plain in 1877. And <laughs> uh, what? Just, why is that so funny? Just, just ridiculous. Something. Okay. <laughs> Kate found it very humorous. It yeah. was. <laughs> it's fucking traumatic. So, Hunger Games can't be fun, but this is funny. <laughs> Jamaica Plain, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that he was yeah. like from New England and oh, yeah. I know, I know, like, so was so Queen Queen Lila Akalani's husband was from New England too. He was from Boston. So yeah. Was he from Southie though? I mean, really. I don't think so. <laughs> he was like well educated. He's not from Southie. <laughs> no, no offense. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Sorry to anyone from Southie. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's at not that true. time, at that time, Southie, like, so remember when we were talking about like the Feast of Feast in St. Anthony, and I talked a little bit about like South, like, and we had a whole episode on Boston too. Yeah, but, but like, we that North Boston, really. What? Oh, yes, we did North Boston really, but like that part of Boston wasn't really like f fully settled until a bunch of UU or they weren't UU at that point. They were instead of being Unitarian Universalists, they were just Unitarian um, ministers settled the area and they like gentrified it. So before that, it was like kind of like a slummy place. 
Um, okay. And and the Dole family actually was descended from Unitarian ministers. Um, I'm not going to say really anything else about his family other than his great grandfather's name's name was Wigglesworth, which is like the stupidest fucking name I've ever heard. Wigglesworth Dole. Yes. Why? Why? Wigglesworth. So, Wigglesworth. Wigglesworth. That's not a name. Is that that's a like, name? That's like. That's like creepy, creepy uncle situation right there. <laughs> He's a clown. Yeah, He's like alone. it. Don't Pennywise. be alone with the uh, Uncle Wigglesworth. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay in groups. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. It's not a name. So, we know he gives you quarters. It's not okay. <laughs> oh, oh, that's horrible. Oh my god. Okay, so James Dole, he's born to this family with UU or Unitarian ties in Jamaica Plain, descended from some fucking idiot named Wigglesworth, and he studies agriculture at college. He graduates in 1899, right on the eve of the overthrow of the Hawaiian government, right? And he's given by his family a $50 uh, graduation gift, so they give him 50 bucks. So at that, like, accounting for inflation, that's $16,000 in today's money okay. so like 50 bucks doesn't sound like a big deal but whenever we're doing an episode where i talk about money i like to look and see like okay what's that in like 2020 dollars so sixteen thousand like, oh, dollars pretty good yeah um and oh excuse yeah so he and he works over the summer and he saves up even more money um and he saves up what is the equivalent today of four hundred and fifty thousand dollars over the course of a summer so, like, I don't know what the fuck he did with that original $50, <laughs> but he made that grow. He invested it. Yes. Yeah. Um, with a little bit of help from daddy. Uh-huh. So, Weird. he moves to Honolulu at the age of 22 because he thinks, hey, my big, my not my big brother, my older cousin's down there. And he's, like, the president or some shit. So, like, maybe <laughs> I <laughs> could make a name for myself. Yeah. He, like, overthrew a government. I don't know. Um, so, and he had studied agriculture, right? And he knows that, like, what Hawaii's climate is like. So, he moves down there. And uh, he decides to grow pineapples. So, pineapples have been introduced to Hawaii about 50 years prior. But they take fucking forever to grow. It takes two years for a pineapple tree to produce a pineapple um and they're like really like once pineapples um are fertilized and then they have seeds like they like something happens where they aren't as edible to humans so like making them grow is like you have to clone them essentially so it's like a really difficult process so they've been introduced yeah they in like apples same idea like so like you don't grow an apple tree from an apple seed nowadays you grow an apple tree from like a clone or like apple trees that are uh, grafted like spliced together frankenstein trees right like hybrids right so (laughs) so like that was all like brand new technology sidebar hold on hold on yeah maybe not sidebar but wait so pineapples didn't live in hawaii originally no they're from brazil i assume this is why we landed on this topic yeah because i had seen people tweeting saying hey stop fucking saying that pineapples are a hawaiian thing they're not right like the whole history about why they're not and they um signify imperialism and our our loss of autonomy essentially yep. um, so i saw so a couple it, 
things and I was like, oh, I'm not going to read them because I'm sure we're going to talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it like the rise of pineapple directly coincides with the fall of Hawaii. So like at the time when we talked about the bayonet constitution and, and like where they literally were holding a gun to the king of Hawaii's head and like sign this document, like so it becomes law of the land, like as all of the rights of the monarchy are being eroded away and the rights of the indigenous Hawaiian people are being eroded away. You can hear my children in the background. <laughs> but well, as it was, they're very I'm upset about their rights being taken I'm away. I'm clicking on pictures, right? And I click on this picture, not realizing that it's a picture of a casket. And mm. right when I click on it, it's like, <laughs> and I was like, oh God. And I immediately exit it out. <laughs> My oh, children are the haunted it's screams it's of your nightmares. <laughs> children of oh the haunted screams is my new band name for sure. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, that is good. That's good. So, All right. right as right as the monarchy is being chipped away and the rights of Hawaiian citizens are eroding, that's when pineapples are introduced. And the sugar industry, like we learned about the sugar industry in in the episode on Haiti, right? Like. That was the compelling force behind all of these big, like, coups, essentially, and, and attempts to overthrow the Hawaiian monarchy was like, oh, for, like, the sugar growers, the, for the sugar plantations. But what happens is that the timing of this is that right when the sugar industry is, like, kind of falling off a cliff, like, there's actually so many places to grow sugar at this point, and the demand is starting to taper out because there's other ways that you can sweeten foods outside of just sugarcane. Um, and the sugar has been introduced to the American South and it creates this rise in um, their prison pipeline system, which is a whole nother episode. But the, all this stuff is happening at the same time, right? So the sugar industry doesn't have the same demand that it once did, but Hawaii's government has literally been overthrown for the sake of the sugar industry. So they're like, what the fuck are we going to do with all this land? So when James Dole moves to Hawaii and his cousin, Sanford Dole, is the president, he's like, hey, I can, I can make this work for me, right? So uh, I can make this me. work for me. Yeah. Yeah. So at this time, uh, Queen Liliakalani, she's fighting with the, she's hiding out, uh, not really hiding, but she's like trying to stay safe in America. So she's staying in the United States and she's writing letters to Congress and just like, please, 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 like work with me. Like I'm, I only abdicated my throne to like keep my people safe, like understand that what American business people did was completely illegal and immoral and wrong. And not only that, the the U.S. government, as they're looking at whether or not they want to include annexation, Hawaii is an annexed nation, they're trying to decide what to do with all of the lands that were, quote unquote, government owned. But when you have a government that's run by a monarchy, government owned means it's owned by the family. So not only was the queen ousted and forced to resign, essentially, and live in a foreign country. But they also took literally fucking everything of hers because it belonged to, quote, the state. So the U.S. government seized all of her lands. They seized her palace. They seized everything. So it wasn't even like they, like, took her titles and her throne and her control and her power. But then, like, she was allowed to, like, live as a normal citizen in her country. Like, they took everything of hers. So not only is she fighting for her... um her country and fighting to get back in power but she's also fighting for like her family lands lands that have been her family for like hundreds and hundreds of years for generations 
And the U.S. government's like, oh, fuck this. Like, we're going to take all these lands and we're going to sell them at a profit and we're going to make this whole annexation thing work for us. And um, James Dole, when he moves to Hawaii, he's able to buy a huge tract of land from the U.S. government. So he literally sets up shop on the Queen's family lands and he buys 64 acres from the U.S. government to start his quote unquote farm. And like I said, sugar isn't the blood crop that it once was. So he he pineapples had already been introduced, but he decides that pineapples, yeah, are going to be the the name of my new hardcore van. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, blood crop. Yeah, and there's a picture. It might be in last episode's folder or last week's folder, but of the plantation of like his first plantation house that he builds down there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it. Yeah, it yeah. looks like a like a beautiful like little like summer retreat. Like I'd I'd Airbnb that. Uh, Airbnb, yeah, Airbnb that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he plants pineapples, and even though it's not native, and it you know it takes a long time for it to grow, he's studied agriculture, right? So he knows like the latest greatest techniques. So he steals all of the land, or he buys it, but he buys it from someone who stole it, the U.S. government um that the sugar industry couldn't use because the sugar industry is kind of dying out at this time and he also takes all of the canning practices that we learned about when we talked about napoleon and the invention of canning right so he takes those canning practices to preserve the pineapples why is why did the sugar cane industry die out did you say like so it becomes like sugar becomes much more accessible and like widely available because at the same time like this is happening in all these other countries at the same time so like haiti's government gets overthrown and you have all these republics so all of a sudden you have all these places that are now controlled by white europeans or white americans okay 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 where they can more easily and profitably grow sugar and sugar gets introduced to the american south so it prolongs slavery in the american south and then after slavery is abolished and the civil war is fought we create the prison system so that we can uh, greatly modernize slavery, people of color to then farm sugar plantations for free. So we have all this access to free labor to make it really um, okay. Profitable. Cool, cool. Yep, yep, yep. So <laughs> horrible all around. Horrible. Um, so we I have still Dole. hate every single word of this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Dole, he takes the land and he takes the canning practices and he builds a business out of it. And he ends up like growing his business so much that it becomes the biggest fucking pineapple plantation in the whole goddamn world. Um, he buys, a uh, a huge factory in Honolulu Harbor to, to expand his canning processes. And at the same time, Queen Lili, uh, Liliuokalani, she's bringing another lawsuit before the U S government. She's still trying to get her family lands back. And then finally, like in 1911, the U.S. government is like, okay, fine. Like, we're going to give you like a monthly stipend. So like you will at least have some money to live off oh, of. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We stole everything from you. Yeah. Um, and like murdered people for the sake of business. Here's $1,250 a month, which for inflation is $32,000 a month. say better than what the U.S. government is doing for people that have been, you know fired because of COVID-19 anyways true but (laughs) they also don't make commentary on the legality of anything that happened to the queen or to the nation of Hawaii yeah so at this time Dole is growing and growing and he invests in all this new equipment that can peel pineapples faster 
And he essentially is like uh, early 1900s version of Jeff Bezos. Like he is just like growing <laughs> this company, exploiting workers, building warehouses, being being who he is, right? Um, but the economy. He, yeah, the economy. And the really fucked up thing is that like as he's growing this, like it's like now the 19 teens, right? And at this point, uh, Queen Liliakalani, she dies in 1917. This The picture you were looking at earlier, Melissa, of the casket, yeah. that's her. She's finally able to return home when she dies. And they hold like a public view in, in the palace. So that's in the palace, her cat. Um, and that's that's the only time since when she was ousted, when she was like allowed to return home is uh, on death. And at that time, so Joel flowers. is so many flowers. flowers. Like, she was, These yeah. kind of look like pineapples. Yeah. Yeah. But she's so loved. And like at this point, like Hawaii's whole economy is shape-shifting and transforming to center pineapples. You know, they, it was like sh- very sugar-based before when the Hawaiian monarchy, you know, 100 years ago realized that they could export sugar and make a living. They had like kind of retooled their economy to make that more profitable for them. But at this point, all of it, uh, Hawaii's economy is really based off of Dole and his one company and his one product, which is canned pineapples. So he invests a bunch more money. And in 1922, he convinced a bunch of his friends and families to make large investments, too. So he can purchase the entire uh, entire fucking island. Um, and he builds, like I said, he ends up building the world's largest plantation, 20,000 acres of pineapple. Oh, my and gosh. He, yeah, so he gets so big and he exploits workers so much that he's able to reduce costs and drive out all other pineapple producers out of the islands. So he completely monopolizes the workforce. So what happens is, like, originally he's like, hey, I have better benefits, I have better pay. So then all the workers flock to him, and then he lowers his product price so much that his he puts the other competition out of business. And once he does that, then he can exploit the workers. So then he can be like, oh, I can't pay you that much anymore. Or, oh, we need to work longer hours. Or we need to do this. Or we need to do that. So he, he's monopolizing not just the industry, but he's monopolizing the workforce, too, because he becomes, like, the only name in town for people to get a job is, like, through Sidebar. Yes. Unpopular. Well, depending on who listens to us, people that are mm. friends with me, probably not unpopular opinion. But <laughs> I feel like business owners should only be able to make a percentage of the profit that a company makes and then That's whatever – like, and then a certain percentage goes to the workers. Yeah. So, like, if a company is making an obscene amount of money, Amazon, for example, mm-hmm. the workers and the laborers, happy Labor Day, uh, yes. make additional money. And it's not like a commission where all oh, they sell this much stuff, they make money. It's the company made this much profit. Right. So everybody gets this much money instead of just giving the fucking CEO or right. the billions of dollars or right. the board billions of dollars a year and yeah, everyone like, down yeah. to like th- like you know every that's the thing that frustrates me it's like every person who's doing a job like even if it's like a quote-unquote like low skills job which i fucking hate that term mm. like that customer service is not a fucking low skilled job all right it's Cop- a transferable uh, skills job i went like, on a rant about everything this earlier cops can't do their job without shooting people right. but a retail employee has to deal with someone screaming in their fucking face and they yeah. still have to smile and be polite so they don't right. lose yep. their job yeah they don't get to right yeah mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So like the like every single person who works for a company contributes to its success. Like whether right. or not it's like a sales role or not, like the janitor mm-hmm. contributes to, th- to the success. Like yep. the the person who stocks the fridges contributes to the success. Like the person who's wiping down counters, the person who's helping customers, like everyone yeah. contributes success. And if one person isn't doing their job, then it like makes the whole system fall apart. Like it's a very delicate system. So like you should well, share yeah those, and the and the counter profits. the addition to that too is the you know the theory would would play out that like those workers are going to be more loyal and work harder oh 100 you know, yep. to the success of the company like how i was how many times do you hear people who work in retail or who work you know at, at a giant company say i don't doesn't matter to me like what happens like my you know like it just yeah it's all of it is broken yep anyways i knew you guys would agree with me but down with capitalism all right let's (laughs) continue so at this point dole is producing 75 percent of the entire world's like resources of pineapples like 75 percent of all pineapples grown on the fucking planet are because of dole which is wild and then he like also is doing all this other fucked up shit in the name of pineapples too. So like, do you, you have you guys heard of Charles Lindbergh? Like his transatlantic flight. Yeah. Like and his baby. okay. Yeah, I was gonna baby. say his baby. It is baby too. But we're just talking about the flight right now. Uh huh. So sure. The baby could be a whole other episode. Um, we just have to figure out how to tie it to food. <laughs> the baby <laughs> ate food. that's usually how i tie shit to food in this i talk about history for like an hour then i'm like oh and food and then there was a a banquet and then there was a banquet (laughs) it was all you can eat buffet the end (laughs) so dole he hears he hears a story of charles lindbergh's transatlantic flight and he gets inspired shall we say and he's like hey i can make even more money if I can, like, instead of, like, paying a middleman to ship my pineapples, if I figure out how to ship my pineapples, so, like, but I need to transport them from Hawaii to the United States to the mainland, right? So, like, um, I'm going to make this contest, and um, the first, the person who can fly from California to Honolulu, the fastest will get $25,000, and the second fastest will get $10,000. So, like, he creates this thing called the Dole Air Race. And the goal is to fly from Oakland to Honolulu as fast as possible. And That's 10 dangerous. people died. Oh, God. <laughs> Only two survived. Only two. So they got first and second prize. Um, 10 oh people my died. That's oh, like an 80% death rate. Uh, yes. <laughs> But he's like, you too. I like your chutzpah. Like, I'll give you the money. You I like it. You, you died. I know. You, you weren't like, any faster than any other flight, but you made like, it. You survived. You did it. Yeah. So he lowers and lowers prices. And I kept like, as I was like, I have two small children. So I read um, the Lorax quite a lot. And like, there's this, like a page where it's like he kept on biggering and biggering, and like that's what's cycling in my head as I'm like researching. Biggering, yeah. the biggering. Yeah, next uh, film by Ari Aster, filmmaker <laughs> of Midsummer and Hereditary. <laughs> biggering. 
Yeah, that's that's the story of Dole. So he gets so fucking big and he monopolizes the workforce. He monopolizes the industry. He monopolizes the transportation of his product. And he doesn't take into consideration, really, like I said, pineapples take two fucking years to grow. So if he cuts out every other game in town, he increases his demand, which like on right. paper sounds good. But he but also he, just yeah. can't fucking grow pineapples fast enough. Yeah, he can't keep up with it. Yeah, can't keep up with it. So then what happens is like the whole system gets out of whack and then the fucking Great Depression hits. Ooh. And yeah, the company like goes all fucking sideways and Dole ends up being removed from his own fucking company. Like the board <laughs> votes him out. They're like, dude, this is too much. So his land, the 64 original anchors that he started that grew into the largest plantation in the world that he stole from the last Hawaiian monarch it stays in his family until the 1970s. And then his descendants ended up developing it into like ugly, horrible suburban sprawl neighborhoods in the 70s. Oh. And then by the 1980s, all major pineapple manufacturing has essentially shut down on the islands, moved to Asia, and leave, le left Hawaii completely. So only 10% of the world's supply now is grown in Hawaii. So he created this whole economy around pineapples. And when it failed, it didn't just fuck him over. It fucked over his workforce, which were the people of Hawaii. And it fucked over his transportation. It like it fucked over every aspect of his business. So like when a CEO fucks up that bad, it affects so many people's lives. Mm -hmm. So like Hawaii, like there are certain parts of Hawaii that are really economically depressed and others like that rely completely like on tourism as an industry. But like he completely reshaped the Hawaiian economy again even further than his older cousin did when he decided to appoint himself fucking president of the republic of Hawaii and he just fucked over the whole country I want to say country but the at this point they weren't a country um again and again and again so all of these temporary industries both sugar industry and pineapple industry they like just completely disenfranchised the people they like they ruined the political systems. They overthrew governments. And it just ended up leading to poverty and homelessness and generations of economic policy that favored um, white business over owners yeah. over indigenous people. H Hawaii has a pretty bad meth problem, right? I might have only learned that from watching Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know about drugs in Hawaii. I know that there are certain like I said, certain parts of the islands that are very economically depressed um, and that lack uh, modern infrastructure. Which I feel and like that, leads to... Yeah. And then it... Fa like, most of the infrastructure favors the more heavily tourist areas. Um, it, so it's just... It's still like a sideways economy. So there's this yeah. huge... There's actually this really cool movement that sprang out of the 60s and 70s called the Hawaiian Sovereignty Movement. Where... Um, and this, you know, this happened we right. Should, it coincided. We should definitely Airbnb that one, though. Yeah, that looks nice. Sorry, sorry, listeners. I am perusing. <laughs> I, I Google searched the Hawaiian suburbs. I don't mm -hmm. know what I was expecting. It just looks like regular suburbs, but mixed within them are like really gorgeous, like yeah. cabins and stuff. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. Sorry no, about that. Okay. <laughs> so, like the the pineapple industry, like started to pull out and really withdraw in the sixties and seventies, right? And then, like at that same time, the Dole descendants transformed a lot of the, the, their family lands, which were actually like Hawaiian monarchy family lands, 
into suburban sprawl. So like suburban sprawl starts to rise at the same time the industry's failing. So it's like cutting out the middle class. And then at the same time, we have the Hawaiian sovereignty movement springing up and their whole mission is to create um, a completely sovereign nation of Hawaii once again, which I think is really, really cool. Um, in 1993, Bill Clinton signed what's called the Apology Bill, where the U.S. government finally acknowledged the U.S. parts in the overthrow of the Hawaiian government, and they committed to making reconciliations. But, like, that's all fucking talk and no action, even at this point. Yeah. So I'm I'm really interested in the Hawaiian sovereignty movement. And it's and also because I was raised with like a white Eurocentric view of the world, and that is what my public education consisted of. Like I I recently, very recently, like I'm ashamed at how recently learned about um like similar movements in Puerto Rico too. Like I was raised with like like a, a liberal upbringing, but also like very white focused upbringing of like that Puerto Rico should be a state. It should get statehood. But apparently there's like a whole movement where like Puerto Ricans want sovereignty. Like they want to be. Yes. So like I didn't know that until like six months ago. I went down a Hamilton rabbit hole Mm. that brought me to that whole thing. (laughs) And I was like, I feel like such a piece of shit being like, we need to support Puerto Rico. And they're like, can you please Mm. just leave us alone? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah. So it's like that I I didn't know that that existed. So that's something I definitely want to educate myself more on. And that I didn't know that this also exists in Hawaii. So doing this research is really cool um, for that. I also have some fun Hawaiian facts and pineapple Ooh, facts. Yeah. Actually, pineapple facts for this episode. I talked about Hawaiian facts at the end of last episode, I think. I think I remember to do that. But anyways, pineapple facts. I, I can't spell pineapple. I can't. It's That's just about how it one. sounds. Right? I know, but it's I, just yeah, pine. It's pine and then apple. apple. And I keep telling myself that, but I don't believe it when I say it and I keep fucking it up. Um, I, I, I mean, we talked about this last episode that I can't spell liqueur. Mm, I always yeah. fuck it up. Greg has a hard time spelling weird. Yeah, I have a hard time spelling yeah. weird too. No matter what way he does it, yeah, it, just, he thinks it's wrong. Yeah. I also have a really hard time with rhythm. Rhythm is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Receipt for me is the one that I have a hard time with. Same. All the IE. So no shame. No. I mean at all. I mean pineapples. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it should be simple. I keep telling myself it's just pine and then it's apple. And then I like have a panic attack when I go to write it. It doesn't make sense. Um, I also got a bunch of pineapple facts too, like from from the World Wide Web, and some of them are like really dumb. But I wanted to read all of them. Yes, they please, please. <laughs> like uh, the episode I did, banana facts at the end was one of my favorite episodes. Oh yeah, so. that, yes. Mm-hmm. It's like a great light way to end the episode where you're not just like genocide. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's white like people, the, right? Like you it's know. important. It's important to know those things. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not important, but it's also important to like keep our sanity and just yeah. No, we can only take so much. Yeah. Yeah. So the first fact is a pineapple is neither a pine nor an apple. No shit. (laughs) Instead, it's a fruit consisting of many berries that have grown together. That oh, it's one of those. Isn't there a scientific name for that? Like yes, a a multiple fruit or collective fruit um yeah no so kidding i did yeah i didn't know that it's all a bunch of berries that have just been fused together <gasps> and then that's uh neat. that's why there's so many seeds like on yes. the outside. Oh. 
Exactly. Okay. And then a scientific name of a pineapple is a ananas camosis. And the word comes from tupi words, uh, nanas, which means pine, and camosis, which means tufted. And tupi is a language used by the tupi people who live in, uh, who are indigenous to Brazil. So Brazil is where the pineapple originated from. It got introduced to Hawaii in the 1850s. Um, and then pineapples has, were historically very useful on long boat trips. So eating pineapple prevented scurvy and pineapple juice mixed with sand was a really great cleaning agent for boats. Oh, it's yeah. so acidic. I mean, it's probably. acidic. Yeah. 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 yeah let me tell yeah. you, fresh pineapple will fuck my mouth up. Yeah. So, I bet. fun yeah. fact about that pineapples can eat you just like you eat them. So, pineapples contain an enzyme called bromelain. And this enzyme breaks down proteins in your mouth. So when you eat a pineapple, it's eating you back. That's why I get such bad. I mean, I get ulcers anyways. But that, yeah, if I eat fresh pineapple, I I can't eat for like a week because my mouth will just be all fucked up. Yep. The drinking the pineapple juice tonight was. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Fresh pineapple juice. So it's not so bad. Once they enter your stomach, they do break down. So it will not eat you from the inside out. Oh, that's good to know. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, pollination of pineapples is required for seed formation, but the presence of seeds has a negative effect on the quality of the fruit. So uh, there are different pollinators for ty- pineapples. There's like regular honeybees. There's also pineapple bees, which like I want to see a fucking picture of and I forgot to Google before we started recording. And oh, then wow. hummingbirds. So Melissa, if you want to Google <gasps> hummingbird, that. Hummingbird. That's fun. Yeah. Hummingbird. They just but, like, like bees. Oh, wait. These ones? Oh yeah, I mean their butts are cool. a little longer That's than cool. like regular bees, but so like another way that the pineapple industry completely fucking changed Hawaii was that um you it's illegal to have or import hummingbirds into the islands because they don't want hummingbirds to pollinate the pineapples because it reduces the quality of the fruit. Oh, because hummingbirds aren't as efficient pollinators as bees. No, they can't have anything pollinate them. So that's why like, them to pollinate they them. don't, yeah, they don't want them to pollinate them because it makes the fruit smaller and not as tasty. That's right. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. So is it true that um, actual Hawaiian pineapple that was grown in Hawaii, you can only eat in, like you can only get in Hawaii? Well, because the, the Hawaii now only grows 10% of the world's pineapple source right it they don't do a lot of exportation like they used to most of the pineapple that we get in the stores is from um asia so today yes that's that's true like it's it i would think it would be almost impossible if not extremely rare to get hawaiian pineapple which is like states nobody would think that right everybody would still think it's from hawaii right uh, we're just exploiting different countries now. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hawaii <laughs> got harder to ex- uh, exploit, so we moved on. Yep. Exactly. That's how and it works. <laughs> yep. I already talked to you a little bit about cloning and then... Um... Oh, pineapples can be tricked into flowering using smoke, which I thought was really, really cool. So you can use smoke, like if you like smoke around them or like you build fire and they get exposed to a lot of smoke, they will actually um, start to flower because the um, there's like a component in the smoke that's responsible for the flowering. Um, like there's a specific 
like a protein that they they want. So, hmm. which is really weird. Yeah, I don't know of any other plant that does that. I'm sure there's others, but I don't know of it. Oh, for sure. So, but yeah. yeah. You're not a horticulturist? So, nope. Yet? Not yet. Put it on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Make it and... part of that. Yep. All the other fun facts I have are like too sciencey for me to say well intoxicated. So that's <laughs> all I got. Totally fair. <laughs> totally understandable. Like I struggled so much through that last one. I was like, I'm not gonna attempt any of the ones with like, uh, proteins. <laughs> <laughs> proteins. Yeah. So that's all I got tonight. Great. It's so much yeah. fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank, thank you everybody for joining us on this kind of extra special because we'll have two episodes right in a row which we don't usually do don't fucking get used to it because mm-hmm. it kind of happen as much mm-hmm. as we would love it to that's just yeah. not that's not the world we live mm-hmm. in right now yeah. um but so thank you for joining us uh and that's all we got so bye bye, bye. Thank you for listening to Drunk Dish. For recipes and more, please visit DrunkDish.com. If you like what you hear, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or Apple Music. You can also follow us on Twitter at DrunkDishPod and Instagram at DrunkDish. And again, thanks for listening. Bye.